out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Jacob Lattimore with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your hosts, Shandara Peschel and Steven Zhao, together with the Express Yourself Star on Air team. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. Now, here's Shondara Pachau and Steven Zhao to kick off the fun. Hey there, welcome to our program, Express Yourself. We're a show by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are C31 charity. I'm Chandara. And I'm Steven Zhao. Okay, so for those interested, behind the scenes of us planning all these radio shows, we've been having quite a lively debate, you can say. <laughs> Call it the classic male versus female argument. I stand for male. Just saying. Okay. Well, I, I thought it was female versus female. That's why I'm a little confused Oh, right now. okay. That's, that's <laughs> going too far. That's going too far. I was suggesting a show on the art of makeup, but Steven here demanded that... We discussed the implications of having blonde hair. Okay, actually, I wanted something a bit more masculine. That's what I was arguing for. Oh, okay, I was not, okay? Okay, everyone, he's clearly not masculine enough on his own. But, <laughs> trying not to say anything offensive on show, on radio. Of course, since you've read the title of this show, you will know who won this argument. And that would be okay. me. Because today's show is all about no, sports. I won. I, I still say we won. I still, I, I, yeah. Well, not all. Okay, so a show covering all the sports in the world probably could take at least like 20 hours or so. Have you ever heard of the sport unicycle hockey? No. Okay, it's a really great sport. We invented it in my eighth grade year. Basically, you like ride on unicycle over and over and you play hockey with it. Um, okay then. Don't worry, this show is not about any wacky and impractical sports that Steven here may think of. Hey, because come on. we know he thinks of a lot of them. Instead, we decided to focus on this week's show on the world of football. Later, we'll be delving in even more into all the different sports available. All right, so before we get into the show, let's take a moment to turn to our producer, Cynthia Bryan, who has some of her own words to say on this idea of football. Cynthia? 
Yeah. Well, hello, Shandara and Steven. Hello. How are you? Now, are either of you guys football players? No. No. Are you football fans? No. no. <laughs> this is going to be a really good show on football. At least you get to learn a lot. That's my opinion. Yes. That's the thing. That's the thing. Well, I'm excited about the show because, you know, um, especially when I was younger in high school, I was I was one of those uh, my sport, my big sport. Well, a lot of my sports, but I was a cheerleader for four years and I was also the quarterback on our powder puff football team. So that was great, except for I really wanted to play tackle football. And I know in today's show, we're going to have two really amazing football players. You won, won a, a teen football star that uh, was in California championships and one who is NFL player who played on with the 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys and um, the Washington um, Redskins. So, you know, I was thinking about it and what my connection to this is, first of all, my mom is a diehard 49er fan. Oh, my goodness. You cannot talk to her, interrupt her, call her when a 49er game is on. She sits in her chair. She's dressed. She could be by herself. Doesn't matter. She dresses in 49er paraphernalia and she cheers and screams and she knows every single play. So I think she and she would actually like to coach the team. So, so that's a little that's fun. You know, she's fun to watch. I'm not sure I like to watch games with her. But I was going to say something fun that really happened to me post high school when I was in college. I was um, cast in this TV show called The Dating Game. And I'm sure our director, Perry Damone, remembers the original dating game. Well, I was the person. I'm sorry who, we're too young. I know yeah. you are. You weren't even born. In both born. ways. But I think, I think Stephen, there, a couple years ago, there was a new dating game on. And anyway, the premise is it's either one guy who is interviewing sight on scene, three girls, and then one person gets chosen and they go away on this fabulous trip somewhere. And but, you know, you don't know who you're choosing as your date or it's the girl that asks the question and ends up choosing a guy. Well, I ended up being the person asking the questions. And since I had traveled all over the world and I spoke all these languages, I did all my questions in a different language. So the poor three guys sitting on the other side of the panel had no clue what I was going, what I was saying. And I ended up uh, choosing a television star, unbeknownst to me. And um, our trip was to Mesquite, Texas, to see a rodeo and a trip to the Dallas Cowboy uh, football game and a special party with the all the players afterwards. And it was my first time ever meeting, you know, professional players. I was totally in awe. I was this little farm girl who would <laughs> didn't know know anything about it. And uh, it, it was just really fun. And I, what I found out is that, you know, Pro Ball and Powder Puff were a little bit different. But just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. I mean, you can just tell with Powder Puff. I would have really liked to have been more on the guy thing because I really, you know, if I'm going to play a sport, I want to get down and dirty and rough. And my, my big sp sport was uh, softball and baseball. But Anyway, apart from that, it's going to be a terrific show today. But while I have your attention, I wanted to bring out a new program that the charity Be The Star You Are is launching for a couple of months to bring to the forefront the um, 
our heroes and leaders who have inspired us throughout the ages. And what Be The Star You Are is doing, it's called Live Your Legacy Program. And we are inviting writers from anywhere in the world to send in just a 200, 300 word essay talking about someone or an organization who they felt has really left a legacy that is going to inspire peace and happiness and confidence uh, in the world. And so if anyone would be interested in, in doing this, you can go to um, well, it's actually listed on Volunteer Match right now. It's listed at all the volunteer sites. But you could send an email to info at bethestarur.org. And it, you could just write an article. The guidelines for it are really that simple, two to 300 words, writing about a person who you felt has really left a legacy and, and has, you know, you're living your dreams. So tell us, Cynthia, what are these uh, essays going to be used for in the end? Oh, what a great question. Of course. Well, this is really, besides they're going to get published uh, on our btsya.com Express Yourself site, they will be read on the air for two months um, on my show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Uh, we'll do one or two each week, depending on, you know, how many are chosen. And of course, the ones that get chosen are at the preference of the production team. And if there are legacy stories that are pertaining to young people, you and Shandara are going to get to um, to read them and talk about them on wow. the air. So I think that would be really fun. What do you think of that? that? Of course, that sounds really fun. Yeah, and I think it sounds inspirational because, you know, in thinking about some great people, you know, I always think about Martin Luther King and I have a dream and we all have dreams and we don't have to, we, we don't start off by being somebody famous. We just have to start off with that dream and that willingness to make a difference in the lives yeah. of others. So these Live Your Legacy stories are, you can write about anybody. It could be a story about your grandmother. We just want to have something that is going to be really inspirational and would inspire other people to say, you know what? I want to live like that. I want to leave a legacy. I want, I really feel the need to get out there, give back and make a difference in the world. And so, Cynthia, there's no limit on what we can talk about, right? We can talk about a sports person that we're really inspired by, someone in music or acting or whatever. Absolutely. And so basically you're just writing a short biography of someone, but make it, you know, a little pizzazzy. We're looking to chronicle the accomplishments of inspirational leaders. And when I say the word leaders, uh, I, we, we don't mean that they have to be famous or they don't have to be a politician or a celebrity, you know, a celebrity or anyway, but people from around the globe. So include visionaries. Think of the word visionaries and maybe include people who are often overlooked as well as those who, who are renowned. If they inspire you and it's helped you to make a difference or a change, a positive change in your life, it's going to inspire someone else. So it's the live your legacy campaign by Be The Star You Are Charity, 200 to, I mean, two to 300 words, so very small, and send them to info at bethestarur.org. So All hopefully right. people will get involved. All right, Cynthia, thank you so thank much. You. That's a really great opportunity for everyone. And of course, that's what this show and this charity is about, the about. idea of expressing ourselves and really showing 
what inspires us and through that inspiring others at the same time. And I'm, I'm going to tap into my inner cheerleader during this, these interviews that you're having <laughs> with football players and I'll be cheering on the background. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> and now for a quick break. And when we return, our show kicks off with an interview with the team football star, Mason Windat, participant of the Camp Lindo high school varsity football team, which recently won the title of the NCS division three championship. You're listening to express yourself and on air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashal. Don't go away. We'll be back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good... Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey everyone, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Steven Zhao. And my name is Chandara Pashal, and we're your teen hosts. Now, for this segment, we're featuring Mason Windat. Mason Windat is a junior at Camp Lindo High School, which is in Moraga, California. Mason was born in New York, moved to Chicago, then finally moved to California when he was just four years old. Mason is quite involved, you could say, with sports. He pl- he's played basketball and football since he was a young child. Mason was also a member of this year's varsity football team, which won the NCS Division Three title and was the runner-up in the Division Three championship. Wow. Welcome, Mason. Hi, Hello, how's Mason. it going? Thank you for having me. 
definitely. So why don't you start us off and just give us a brief overview of what your first experience in football was? You grew up playing sports, and what was it, basketball? But what was your first experience with football, and what got you interested? Well, every summer I went to this football camp that Camp Belinda hosts for kids, and I went to that since third grade, and it was great. There was a ton of like ex players there, and they just convinced everyone to go to camp out and told us stories about football and how great it was. So what did you like best about that camp? Was it the action, the headbutting, the paying? <laughs> well, um, I haven't really done much contact football, and then that was my first experience with it. And uh, it was just cool to like, talk to some of the players that have played on Camp Lindo and their experience with it and how like much fun they had with it. Awesome. So you're a junior at Camp Lindo High School, correct? Yes. Okay, so have you played with the team in football for the past three years already? Um, I played JV the last uh, freshman and sophomore year, and then this is my first year with varsity. And it was a lot different and in a good way because I didn't know what to expect and just coming up, and it was a great thing. All right. That sounds really interesting, but... I mean, tell us about the team. Like, I have never been on a football team. Shandara? Yeah, how is it? I'm not sure if you have, so. No, I have not. <laughs> so I mean, with football, it's, like, different. I mean, with all the, like, tough and, like, pre- like preseason workouts we went through, I mean, I feel like that just brought us together as a team, and we were able to fight through some hard situations, and we were all really close with each other. And, like, this year we had a great senior class that, like got us juniors going and always backed us up when we needed it. Ah, I, I was just thinking like, I th- I think that's really cool that like a, a football team can come together and people can get really tight and close because I feel like there aren't many things that bring like teenagers that close. So I think that's really, really cool. Um, But the question is, what's the difference between varsity and JV? I mean, JV, we just went out there, kind of had fun, I mean, messed around, I guess. And then when I went up to varsity, got really serious. I mean, it was just kind of a brotherhood, and we all fought for each other. And, I mean, we just wanted to keep winning so we could have that extra week with each other. How we never really wanted them. Uh, the practices were hard. I mean, it was still fun just to be out there with your teammates every day. How about you run us through a daily practice? What do you do and not – the gruesome details, just the basic ideas of what a basic practice looked like for you guys. Uh, I mean, well, first we would start off by running a little bit, then we do some push-ups, and then we get into groups and uh, just learn our skill positions a little more and then come together as a team and practice and just get ready for the opponent for the next week. How did it begin with you? with this season at the beginning of the season i didn't know what to expect because i've been hearing uh, we heard about reporters saying that we were going to be last in our league and i just didn't really know how the season was going to turn out but then as the season started going we had a big win against el cerrito and i think the third week and i just knew after that that we had something special going yeah, so That's we're talking great. about this um, 2011 season, and uh, we mentioned at the very beginning when you went on the show that Camp Lindo High School from Moraga, which most people don't know where we are, but basically <laughs> they won one of the largest championships in this area. So you mentioned the first game, the big game that you won was the El Cerrito game. How did it go from there? And did you guys just keep on sweeping every single win? Or what? how did your team grow to such a strong stance this year? I mean, after El Cerrito, I think we just became a like 
a close team. And then we played against rivals, Aqualani's and Miramani, and we just had great games against them. And they're very good teams, but we just came out on top. And then I went on to the playoffs, and we had a couple big playoff wins against Bishop O'Dowd, uh, Cardinal Newman, and Marin Catholic. And those were great. I mean, against Marin Catholic in the Coliseum, that was one of the best experiences of my life. So before we get to the Coliseum, which is a huge event that we really want to talk more about, can you get, tell us about the system and how you got to, the say, the state championships and when you found out that you guys were going there in the first place? Uh well, we heard uh, before the Marin Catholic game that if we won, then we had a shot to go to state, and we just would always joke around previous weeks about going to state and never really thought it was a possible chance. So we just really wanted to win against Marin Catholic and get that chance to play in state. And, I mean, when we got there, it was awesome, and we found out we were all at one of our teammates' houses, and we all just went crazy. <laughs> that must that have been the greatest feeling. Yeah, that's really amazing. What about the Coliseum, though? Um, we know it's a special thing. Like, I've actually only heard that it's a very great place to play, but I wouldn't know. So what made the Coliseum so special, and where is it, and what, to, what is it about? I mean, uh, the bus ride there was amazing, just seeing, like, driving in and seeing the Coliseum where the Oakland Raiders play and watching them on TV on Sundays is pretty cool to think that we're playing in the same stadium as them. And when we got there, it was pretty cool just going into the locker room and thinking that professional football players have been in the same exact locker room and then playing on the same field as them was amazing and looking up in the stands and just seeing how big the stadium was. I can imagine. It's just like if you're a musician and you play like a venue that's had all these famous rock stars play there and you finally get to play that. It's like a really great feeling to know that your heroes and inspirational people have actually been in the place that you are now coach Macy has been voted East Bay coach of the year in the San Francisco Chronicle what was it like to work with him I mean he was probably one of the best coaches I've ever had in any sport you can tell like during the offseason how much he really works to try getting ready for the next season he just puts in so much time for and he just cares so much about the whole team do you want to play professional football I mean, I'd love to, but it's going to be hard. And I know, like, if I try to work. a lot of commitment. Work, yeah. And you're only a junior now, so I guess you're not yet into the whole senior college application craze yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that, which you we've talked to, to on this show most much before about. But do you have any idea about what it is like in professional football, like the whole recruiting system and stuff like that? Are you looking forward to it? Do you know anything about it? I mean, I'm looking forward to it um, and getting ready for next season, for senior season, because that'll be a big year. And just uh, going to some camps this summer and just getting ready for next year, I guess. Definitely. And uh, what plans, I guess, do you have for this next year? Like now that Camp Lindo football has gotten so far and running up in the Division Three championship, what do you think the team has to go from there? Like winning the championship, maybe? <laughs> I mean, it would be great to do the same thing, but I know it's going to be hard and we just have to get everyone with the same commitment and wanting to get that far again. And it's definitely worth it because like, all that time spent together is just so awesome to see how much like people grow from the beginning of the year to the end of the season. That sounds amazing, yeah. So, I mean, here at Express Yourself, our show is not only about 
highlighting people who have had great successes and the stories they have, but also using those stories to reach out to those who want to have those similar successes. So Mason, what would you say to maybe a freshman or a seventh grader who is interested in football and wants to be where you are right now? What would you tell them to do? What advice do you have for them? I mean, I just tell them to stick with it throughout uh, freshman and sophomore year, even though they might not like it as much because varsity football is definitely a lot better than freshman. And I know a lot of people might not think that when they first start playing, but it's definitely worth it. And if you just stick with it, you'll really enjoy it. So would you call it that basically paying your dues in the first two years and then getting getting to a really great position? Yeah, definitely. And it, it's not like freshman JV football is awful. I mean, it's still a great time, but it's just once you get to varsity, it's that much better. Yeah. Well, Mason, thank you so much, and congratulations on your team's success. Thank you very much. And so we're going time for another quick break. This has been a wonderful interview with high school junior Mason Windat football player on the Camp Lindo Varsity football team. Now, in addition, we here at Be The Star You Are would love to thank him for his work with Letters for Literacy for our charity, where he's written hundreds of letters and raised over $400. Definitely, yeah, the most, as as Shandara was saying. So after the break, we're checking into an all-time football champ, Mr. Demetric Evans, a previous San Francisco 49er and football sportscaster. I'm Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashal. And you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network. Visit us at btsya.com. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy, Jacob Lattimore, with a question from my fans on Voice America Kids. Do you have what it takes to be America's next young superstar? If you're the ages between 8 and 12 years old, then step up to the microphone. You could win $25,000 in cash, a recording contract, and a scholarship. So make sure you get your parents' permission first, then go to www.stepuptothemicrophone.com to enter. Peace. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's almost showtime. Tune in to Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. What is No Antipreservatives all about? Well, it might be easier to say what isn't the show about. Your host will give it to you straight. His take on film, television, books, video games, and pretty much any other topic that comes up. He'll keep you safe and on top of the latest in media and let you know what to stick with and what to trash. Listen every week to No Added Preservatives, and each show will leave you wanting more. Tune in Wednesday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Stephen Zhao. And I'm Chandara, and we're the teen hosts for this show. This segment, we are featuring Demetric Evans, whose amazing record in football marks him as one of the biggest stars on our show this far. Demetric has played in over 10 years of professional football in the NFL and has worked for five years as a television interviewer, sports analyst, and announcer. He was the youngest rookie on the Dallas Cowboys roster in 2001 and played for the San Francisco 49ers as the defensive line from 2009 to 2010 in 30 out of 32 games. Welcome to the show, Demetric. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Hi, Demetric. So why don't you tell us about football? Like, what do you like about it, and what first got you interested in the sport? That's your first question. The thing I like about football is competing. It's one of the sports that you can go out and be as violent as you want, not worry about having to get arrested or get in trouble <laughs> to beat, beat up someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like it because it was a sport that growing up in the South was very popular, and I grew up in a town that football was like religion. Everyone loved it, and it was a sport that I grew to love and did a good job at playing it. That's definitely true. So, actually, going off of that, why don't you tell us about your initial interest in football and what got you first – What? Uh, how did you start off playing football? Was it in high school, middle school, or college? Yeah, I actually started playing football in middle school, mm-hmm. and um, it was a sport that was very popular. And also, when, you in, when you're at that age, you want to be around your friends. And all my friends played, so it was also what that was very popular to my friends. Great way to so tackle your friends that we were mad at, right? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it was something that mm-hmm. we enjoyed doing and had success doing it. We stuck with it. So, um, talking about sticking with it, how did that happen? Like, did you go through high school, and then how did it, you get selected to play football in college? What was that process like? Well, from middle school, I went on to play high school, which was varsity. And mm-hmm. um, I won three state championships at the varsity level. And as a junior, I started getting interest from some of the top colleges across the country to be recruited to come and play college football at the university. After my senior season, I signed a letter of intent to go play at the University of Georgia and had a great college career and went on to have a great NFL career. Well, what was that? What was that like in college? Like we all know, I mean, it can't just be about tackling people. You have to do academics also. So, how did you balance that academics and sports? Well, that definitely was a hard transition because I grew up in a real small town, and going from a town of a population of about twenty five hundred people to go on and be at a college university with forty thousand students was a big transition. Going from 
classroom of about 20 people per class to a classroom of about 350 students. Definitely was hard. But, you know, you adjust because it was important to me and I wanted to be successful. So I just kind of found my niche and took advantage of the opportunity that I had to be a student athlete. So out of college, we know you played in the NFL and the San Francisco 49ers. And, I mean, that's a pretty big honor. So could you tell us about the process, how you got drafted out of college into the Pro Football League? Yeah, so out of college, I went on and played with the Dallas Cowboys in 2001, 2, and 3. And had uh, not so good of a career. We was like 5 and 11 all three years. And then I went to Washington for five years and made the playoffs twice. Then I finished up my career here in San Francisco and then make the playoffs either here while playing with the Niners. But as we all know, the Niners are having a great season this year. So mm -hmm. I wish them the best of luck on Saturday against the New Orleans Saints. I mean, thinking about those uh, college, uh, those uh, post-college years playing NFL football, was that any different from – obviously it was different from high school football, but could you give us some examples? Like were the practices really intense or something? Or what do you felt like – how did you feel about that? Well, high school was different from college, and college is different from the NFL. And the biggest difference is in high school, after school, you go to practice and you go home. Mm -hmm. The difference in college is you go to class all day, you go to practice, you go to study hall, and then you go to bed check. So college is like a job to most student-athletes that are on scholarship. You don't have the luxury of going home. You don't have the luxury of picking your own classes. You don't have the luxury of picking your own time frame. You're going to take those classes because... They had to make sure that you get out of class in time to get to practice at 1 o'clock, to watch film, you have study hall after practice. I mean, it's kind of like a militant schedule. It's kind of like you're in the military. But definitely but, worth um, it, though. Yeah, it is definitely worth it, but you have to be disciplined and willing to achieve <laughs> excellence while on campus because it's easily to get off track of your main goal. Mm -hmm. And what was it like going from the everyday person playing football in college to becoming well, I mean, you got a huge contract, a multi-million-dollar contract to play football. What was that transition like? Well, that was the goal. <laughs> that was the goal <laughs> to get paid, you know. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the professional level. No, it was great. I mean, it was just showing that I, I set out a goal and I achieved it. You know, I think that builds self-esteem, builds self-confidence, and also shows other people in my family that you can achieve if you put in the hard work and have the desire. Mm -hmm. Was there any, like, lots of people uh, taking photos of you or anything like that that you had to deal with? Well, I mean, I got that in high school because I was an attractive young man. <laughs> I was oh, how I wish at that. The NFL, uh, at the NFL level, you know, being a jock and, you know, being a nice-looking young man, it's it's uh, hard to say that I didn't get a lot of that <laughs> But on. I guess we all can say that we would have enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know. You got to definitely take advantage of your youth because... I tell you, mm -hmm. I'm 32 now with a, with a 10-month-old and a wife, and it seemed like just yesterday I was signing my letter of intent to go to college. Mm -hmm. Wow. What, um, tell us about your personal football experience. For example, tell us something, some exciting story that you have about playing football. I mean, I don't play football, so I might not understand, but for our listeners out there, I bet they can be very inspiring. Let me think. I really don't have one off the top of my head. I just know that it's kind of like being in a fraternity, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, you work around a bunch of men, and you know how boys can be boys. You know, you're always doing practical jokes and pranks, uh -oh. <laughs> speaking with each other. And mm -hmm. It's just a great opportunity. If you have opportunity, 
to play at the college level or the pro level, but don't have really a story off the top of my head. That's fine. Just, uh, just to like just want to say for all the listeners who are young men, they have the opportunity to play, you know, take advantage of it because it teaches you so much about life, you know, ups and downs and how to be a team player, how to go out and strive for excellence and how it's not about you and you have to do your part so the team can have success. So it just teaches you a lot about life and, and it helps you mature a lot as well. Yeah, and that's kind of the goal of this show, not to really highlight ourselves, but to kind of inspire other people. And actually, just the last segment, we were talking to this Mason Windat, who was a junior at a local high school who recently got to one of the top levels of football in the area. So, I mean, going off of that, what you just said, do you have any other suggestions and advice to young people who are superb athletes and how they can get to the pro leagues and how they can get drafted by a college? Well, to get... An opportunity to get your school paid for to get a scholarship, you definitely have to be one of the top players in the state. But to do that, you just have to be disciplined with anything else and, and work hard and, and take care of your body. You know, an athlete is only good at his work ethic. And yeah. you got to be accountable and available. And that means staying healthy is the key. And you got to have your grades. You know, that's very important. You got to have the ACT, SAT scores, <laughs> and the GPA, yeah. and the GPA to uh, actually get into college. So. You know, you got to make it a priority and make it a goal for yourself and then go achieve it because it's been done before. So it's not rocket scientist, but you just have to be disciplined enough to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't play football, but I do swimming and I know as an athlete also, a lot of it is not about pure strength, but it's also it's really about just having the discipline to dedicate yourself. And would you say that's basically one of the strongest messages? Oh, you know, just, just besides from football, just to be successful in life, period. You have to be dedicated because mm-hmm. you're not going to be your best you if you don't have discipline to be mm-hmm. successful. And that's something I just noticed in all professions. You know, my wife is an OBGYN. For those of you don't know, that's a that's a doctor, an obstetrician. Oh wow! And, you know, <laughs> she's dedicated. You know, she works hard. She she loves what she do, but she puts in a lot of hours. You know, it took her 12 years to get where she was at. You know, she had to do four years of undergrad, four years of med school, four years of residency. And now she's finally seeing the fruits of her labor, but it took her 12 years to get to that point. And it, it takes hard work and dedication to be successful. Success doesn't come easy. Yeah. And a lot of people think it does, but it, it does not. You know, you have to really put your work and your time in. Wow, 12 years really is a long time. Yeah, it is a long time. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is one of those situations where you have to put your time in, man, and at the end of the day, you will reap the reward. Yeah, that's definitely true. And so finally, to wrap this up, Dimitri, what about your own dreams and goals for the future now that you're done with the 49ers? And um, what do you think you're going to be doing in the next few years and over on? I'm just a stay-at-home dad, you know, raise my kids. Yeah. I have a son now, my wife and I. I'm mm-hmm. praying that we'll be blessed to have another child. But no, definitely, I want to, next fall, work with ESPN on college game day. And, oh. uh, do some sideline. <laughs> yeah, get back in the game every once in a while. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of get my story to encourage other kids to stay focused and mm-hmm. teach them how to achieve their goals and to stay around the game so my son can grow up and enjoy it. And if you want to play, I have the blueprint for him. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you so much, Dimitri. You've given us a really inspiring message, and we hope that everyone listening will, whether they're just doing football, or they're doing a sport, or they're doing anything like med school, like you, you said your wife was doing. We just hope that your message is able to inspire them to dedicate themselves and really pursue their passions. So, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. Thank you for having me, and you guys have a great night. All right, you too. We're going to take a quick break. That was Dimitri Evans, defensive end for the San Francisco 49ers and a former sportscaster. Next segment, we're wrapping up our show with a discussion on, you guessed it, unicycle hockey. Well, not really. Stay tuned to find out. You are listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Steve Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashal. You are listening to Express Yourself, and we'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You just love your pets, but sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well crazy for help tune into paul's around the world you'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy listen fridays at 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern on voice america kids want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite voice america talk radio network host how about what's new with our network Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey there, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. My name is Steven Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashal, and we're the teen hosts for this show. Earlier this show, we were discussing the wonderful sport of unicycle hockey and how it's a life-changing competition that brings about joy and happiness. What, and- what are... No. I, that I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a sport that we created that's a lot of fun that needs to be played eventually we have the rule i have the rule book somewhere in here i have the rule book no no 
We it's made up and, and definitely we have only discussed it for like thirty seconds. I don't care. But <laughs> fine. Way to ruin my dreams. Okay. Let's explore some interesting sports out there then, if not unicycle hockey. All right. Uh, to do that, we'll bring in one of our fabulous field reporters, Vivian yes. Lee, to title her segment uh, with a segment titled Say What? Hi, guys. Um, my name is Vivian Lee. I'm from Walnut Creek, California, and I am presenting Say What? And I am here with your weekly dose of fun facts. So um, today we are talking about sports, and I thought we were talking about football specifically, but apparently... Guys went on a tangent, but uh, <laughs> unicycle hockey, unicycle hockey. <laughs> well, I, I am going to be talking about a couple of wacky sports, but um, so I did focus on football um, for the first few facts. So we'll get started with it, and I just wanted to put out there that I am not much of a sports fan, so I had to do a bit of research for this segment. So but, did we? Don't worry. Apparently yeah, none but of us are. <laughs> <laughs> But there's actually a lot of interesting facts, so let's start with number one. So, you know, when we think of football, we um, think of teamwork and, like, you know, like that bond that players must have and stuff. But And, you know, like in movies, they always start off, like, the game with, like, a dramatic huddle. Yeah. And they're, like, pumping up their energy and stuff. So, apparently, the man who invented this huddle was named Paul Hubbard, and he was a deaf man. And so he thought the other teams would hear the hear hear their plans and discussions during the game. And so he used this thing called the huddle. And now it's become like an NFL tradition in football and just in football in general. So number two, did you know that a season's worth of NFL footballs come from six hundred cows? What? And I didn't even know that footballs were made out of oh my cows. God. So that well, was well, the well, I guess skin it's the leather. Yeah. So. yeah six hundred really? Yeah. That's a and, lot of cows. Uh, Where does the meat go? Oh my god. I no I guess idea. they feed the players with it. <laughs> I I mean that's a reasonable thought. They it, take it, the skin for the football and the meat for the players. Yeah. Well, it kind of makes me shudder. into consideration. Yeah. Yeah, th- that makes me shudder a little. Ew. I guess you couldn't be a vegan playing football then. Yeah, that's a that's a bit of a That's interesting. No, yeah. you can because, uh, I mean, tofu does give a lot of energy. I would know. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about, like, if they were playing with an animal. Cow hides. And... Just, like, those people who won't wear fur coats or anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, maybe they have tofu hide footballs. Oh, my gosh. I, how is that even possible? <laughs> that should be a really interesting that invention. That would terror, Steven. Well, maybe if you toughen it with a bunch of, like, acid or... Some you know what? Chemical. You should try that since you like to build things a lot and stuff. Maybe you could duct tape it. This is why I don't take AP chemistry. I don't know anything <laughs> about chemicals. <laughs> well, if, if I burn my fingers off, I blame you, Shandar. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you know, these footballs, though, they're another kind of a follow up with that is that these footballs are all made in one factory in Ada, Ohio. And um, apparently it's owned by Wilson Sporting Goods. And they've been supplying for NFL for or since 1941. And wow. about 700,000 footballs are handmade each year by 150 employees Wait, at the handmade? Plant. Yeah. Handmade? Yep. How? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, 
two questions. How expensive are the footballs that they're handmade? And yeah. two, how do they make it into that perfect oval shape? I have no idea. I just what, read this yeah. on an article. <laughs> what are they stuffed we with? We should go visit that. Okay, if any yeah, listener is from Ohio, please email us and tell us about your experience visiting this factory. We would love to hear about it. Yeah, we need to take a group trip there. Just I'm to sure see one the of us lives there. <laughs> okay, moving on. Number three. Um, did you know that um, during an NFL football game, the ball is only in play for an average of 11 minutes? So I've heard that people spend three hours watching this game, but in reality, the actual football playing game part is only 11 minutes. And that's because half the time is spent showing replays, about an hour spent on commercials, about 75 minutes is spent showing football players walking around, talking and huddling and just hanging out. And another funny thing is that cheerleaders are shown for an for an average of three seconds for each <laughs> NFL game. <laughs> I think we need to add wow. our guests, ask our guests about that. And our producer, Cynthia, who was talking about this in the first segment, is probably a little offended right now. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah, doesn't well, make sense. 11 minutes out of three hours? What? Yeah. What? And uh, so I, I didn't, that didn't really make sense for me, but, um, and, you know, because a single quarter is apparently 15 minutes long. Yeah. But, um, and I'm they getting this from Wall Street Journal, so I'm hoping this is reliable. But <laughs> um, the clock keeps running, apparently, regardless of level activity on the field. And so that's why, even though a single quarter is 15 minutes long, the ball is in play for 11 minutes. Bit so of a- the rest of the time is people carrying the football around for fun? What? <laughs> or just like... People, or just players just walking around and chilling. I see. Yeah. Wow. That's, well, that's really depressing. Yeah, well, I mean, it's entertaining, so. <laughs> it's a waste of our lives. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, I didn't say that. I take that back. It's not a waste of our lives. Football is awesome. Yay, go quarter. It's, it's, fun. it's actually fun. I've been to my homecoming football game. It's actually fun. Yeah, definitely. And we're in high school here at high school. The homecoming football game is a big deal of watching our football players wreck other teams. So it's it is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of school spirit involved. Mm -hmm. You can definitely put it that way. (laughs) So uh, moving on to fact number four, Um, I think we've all heard of the Green Bay Packers and they have a quarterback named Aaron Rodgers. And apparently he has this thing where he photobombs the team captain pictures of every football game he has ever been to. And, you know, sometimes he's smiling and sometimes he's just making goofy faces. And if you actually want to see his pictures, you can go to his website. And he has a separate website just for this. And it's www.rogersphotobomb.com. And you can see every single photo. It's actually hilarious. Wait, what is a photobomb? Everybody else what a photobomb is. Oh, okay. So a photobomb <laughs> is basically when a group or when someone's taking a picture and you kind of creep up on them in the back and like just, just make random. funny faces. Yeah. And it's just like the stranger in your photo, that's photobombing. And he does this to every single football game that he's How does he to. get behind the coaches though? Like couldn't they take it at another place? Does he have to run across the stadium to do so? <laughs> Well, like, they take the picture in the middle of the field, like, after the game is done. 
And so like all the fans and I and I'm guessing because he's a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, he probably has some access to the field or something. Okay, so I guess there, that makes sense. Yeah. Still a little creepy, but that's okay. I like creepiness. It's funny. Steven's yeah. going to be a photo bomber. I will consider I it. can imagine you doing that. It depends With on how much hair. I get paid, though. <laughs> I mean, I would do it if I get paid a reasonable amount, and if I, have, if I am allowed to wear proper clothing attire? Question mark? I think you are. What? <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking, but... <laughs> No comment. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Number five. So we're going to talk about some weird sports around the world. Um, there's this sport in Finland where you have to carry your wife through a special obstacle course. And, and you know, people get muddy and they have to go through I hurdles. I've heard of that. Yeah. It sounds like football, except just without it's- the wife. No, wait, if you think like about the wife as a race, wait, if you think about the wife as a football, in football, you had to run through an obstacle course made out of the other players. In this game, you had to run with the, I should stop talking right now. <laughs> oh my god, you don't throw wives in this, in this game. Oh, yeah, you don't throw them through a goal. Po- well, do you? No, okay, god. no, you, you keep them, you, you hold them, and you have to carry them. And it's a race, so whoever finishes first gets to win this stuff. So, <laughs> all right. So, the second sport that I'm going to talk about is called chess boxing, and what it is is basically one round of chess and then one round of boxing, and then just alternating each round. And it goes up to eleven rounds with four minutes of chess and two minutes of boxing, and um. I heard that they even have a motto, which is fighting is done in the ring and wars are waged on the board. So that's pretty cool. That's deep. the two most random things I've ever heard about <laughs> combined together. Wonderful. No, it's actually funny. If you see the picture, like there's, this, there's these boxing champions and they're like contemplating their next move on the chessboard. It's hilarious. You just oh, have that's to. Wonderful. <laughs> you just have to look it up. All right, I'm sorry, Vivian, but we had to cut you off. We are out of time. Oh, thank okay. you for telling us about weird sports. That makes me really happy. Yes. Yay! Yay! All right, All thanks right. to our that listeners so much for joining us here at Voice America Kids, and thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. We are your hosts, Stephen Zhao. And I'm Chandara Pashal, and it's been a pleasure bringing you our life changing program, Express Yourself. We want to hear your thoughts and we want to answer your questions. So email us at btsyateenradio at gmail.com. That's btsyateenradio at gmail.com. And check out our website at btsya.com. You can upload your creative works at our site for free and get involved with the Be The Star You Are charity. And just know we really appreciate your donations. And most of all, remember to express yourself. That's it. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would like